0: Father, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for your Lordship, and God, we acknowledge and reaffirm, without you, we can do nothing. You're a God of promises, a God of peace, a God of power. Thank you that you're just that kind of God. Thank you that you're merciful. Thank you that you're full of grace. Thank you that you're good. Thank you that you are our healer. You are our sustainer. You are exalter. Thank you. You're just that kind of God. Thank you for the Ministry of Music. Now, God, glorify yourself through your word. Convict, convince, if need be convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. Praise him. Praise him. Glory, hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Worship is a wonderful experience. Crazy. It's all right. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't the Lord good? Thank God. Hallelujah. The only thing I ask is that you know what you're shouting about. The Lord is my life.
1: The Lord is
0: my shepherd. We don't shout on just emotion. We shout on exposition, which we experience, and it causes the emotion to take off. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. See, we don't need an organ to shout. We can shout on an announcement. Can I get a witness? We don't need a choir to shout. We don't even need a preacher to shout. All I need to connect is his goodness, his mercy, and his grace, and I can run all around this church. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Praise his name. I had I had one woman, she shouted on announcements. And the announcements was dry that day. There will be a meeting. Ah, Stop running all around the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Praise his name. I knew my sister sister love you. But you listen. When you start walking, I said, Oh, we got problems now, doc. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Jackie was full of passion. She was full of passion. Praise the Lord. Thank God for all of you. God is so good. He's good all the time. And all the time God is good. My God. One day I'm going to work through the attributes of God. And each Sunday, I'm going to do a different attribute. And I want to be, wait a minute, I want to be the praise leader to say, when we get to the attribute of mercy, I want us all to run around this church. Yeah. Just, just, just wear your sweatsuit suit. We're going to run around on his mercy. Then we're going to run around the church on his grace. Then we're going to run around the church on his love. Then we're gonna run around the church on his forgiveness. Me, you won't be able to sit there and just be cool. Because when I think about it, the goodness of Jesus and, and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. I got I got the same two or three that's dancing. All y'all ought to be up dancing, even if you don't know how to dance. It ain't the first time you want to dance, you ain't know how to dance. Come on, we, we, we ought to be shouting up in this place. Why should I shout? Because the battle has already been fought, and the victory has already been won. Those of us that should shout the loudest, we try to get the cutest. Uh, where much is given, the same loveth much. Don't get me started up in here. My life was a mess. I ought to be running around this church every Sunday. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Praise His name. Paul said I was barely saved. I'm am I'm, I'm chief sinner. Did Paul say that? Do you know know the Apostle Paul was actually killing Christians? And when God knocked him on Damascus Road, it was mercy with a capital M. Ah, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? I'm Jesus. He heard something from heaven, didn't he?
1: All
0: right, this morning we're in Matthew chapter 4. Bless the Lord. The tragedy is some of y'all don't think God did that much to save you. That's because you're ignorant of the scriptures, but that's all right. We'll get to that too. Praise the Lord. Uh, Here goes the devil. Uh, Matthew chapter four, verse one. Then was Jesus lit up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Now, we're going to pay close attention to the eight parts of speech. The grammar that's used in this New Testament Greek. This is temptation part two. I've dealt with transformation, triumph, truth, uh, whole lot of other things in this alliteration of T's. Last week, temptation is that venom cannot stop my victory. Even my venom can't stop my victory. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Nothing. This week, we turn it around a victory which stops venom. Hmm. Testing is a measuring rod to determine one's level of achievement, approval, and personal accomplishment. Whenever we take a test, there's an accountability factor going on where we are told to study and then we are tested on what we studied. And whenever we're tested, what's required is a review, a recall and a regiment while taking the tests through a process of evaluation, education, and enlightenment. Lawyers must take a and pass a comprehensive evaluation called the bar. It is very, very difficult. And med students must go through med school and then they must take a series and a battery of tests to deal with the body, the medicine, and the specialty of which they are uh, majoring in. And here in Matthew chapter 4, Jesus is placed under the scrutiny of first receiving a compliment and moving instantaneous to a conflict. Complement and conflict spiritually are connected. When God said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? My servant Job is perfect in all his ways. And so God and Satan began to negotiate how God would allow Satan to tempt him. And he told God, he said, I tell you what, uh, the minute God complimented Job, God, Satan said, move the hedge that you have around him and I will make him curse you to your face. Satan is still saying that. Now, there's two things implied there. One, as saints of God, we got hedges around us. No weapon. No wep- no weapon formed. In the forming stage, God discourages the weapon. No weapon formed against me, Isaiah 54, shall prosper. No, no, no weapon that God God is so deep that he has this imaginary protection of his people. My God today. Thank you, Jesus. And 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 um So Satan went out and began to afflict Job and he was unsuccessful. Satan had to go back to God and said, i tell you what, uh, agree to part B, let me afflict him and God says, you can do whatever you want to do, but you cannot kill him. So he killed his 10 children and he left him with a wife who told him to curse God and die he struck him with an incurable disease, and the Bible says that when his wife—and you got to—you got to hear this. This has nothing to do with gender. His wife suggested, "Why don't you just curse God and die?" Now, now, please listen to the pastor. There's always somebody close to you that Satan will use in your spiritual life, and and Job said woman you talk like a foolish woman because the fool said in his heart there is no god the lord giveth and the lord hath taken away and i choose to worship him blessed be the name of the lord and the bible says in all of this job did not sin my god we look at this compliment which leads to conflict and this conflict test his character, commitment, and capability to be our high priest and also to reverse what the first Adam did. Now, Jesus is not the second Adam. He's the last Adam. The first Adam in the Garden of Eden, the Edenic Covenant, had blown blown it by sinning and God made a promise, amen, uh, that in Genesis 315, which is the first evangelical proposition of what he was going to do. He said, okay, all of you sin and the man is blaming his wife, the wife is blaming the serpent and serpent is quiet. God says, this is what I'm going to do. Her seed is going to crush his seed. Going to crush his head. Amen. They were already looking at the cross. Satan kept in mind the word seed. Meaning Satan says, you know what? From here on out, i got to find a way to demonize and destroy every seed so that the Savior cannot come in. Satan already knew that Jesus was going to enter the human race from Genesis 3.15. Are y'all getting this? So, so when Herod was killing all children two years and under, that was nothing more than Satan trying to kill a seed. When, when the sons of God, who are angels, uh, cohabitated with women in Genesis 6. Uh, it, it had nothing to do with Seth and all of them. Satan, again, was trying to demonize the seed so that the Savior could not come. But you know what I like about my God? He can make a way out of nowhere. God, God, in in God able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior? God... It's here that Satan is going to come after Jesus just like he went after the first Sabbath and make an appeal to his appetite. Say appetite. Appetite. Yeah, there's something you and I yearn for that we don't feel as though we're getting or we have. And Satan says, okay, I got the answer. Don't get quiet now. Satan already has a detour Working in your life to get you away from God's will. Already, already, already. He's not going back to the chemistry uh, tonight. He's not going back to the basement tonight. He's not going back to the laboratory tonight. He already has it. He knows exactly how he's going to detour, divert, amen, and mess us up. In the name of Jesus, I already knows that, and 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 Isaiah chapter nine deals with Jesus, the coming Christ, being that light that shines in darkness. It is a prediction of the emergence of the Messiah King. Now, if you if you get what I'm about to say, uh, first of all, the Bible teaches correct hermeneutics. The word hermeneutic is the science of interpretation. Proper science. No one scripture is of its own interpretation. But scripture compared with scripture gives us truth. Are y'all getting me? Alright. The New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed. And the Old Testament is in the New Testament revealed. So so by the time you get to the New Testament, you got all kind of revelation they didn't have in the Old Testament. In, in fact, Peter says they desired to look into our salvation. They, they could not figure it out. They, they desired to look into this and, 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 and they couldn't have it. Uh, and, and, and so when you understand that, listen to this, and I got to take time to do this, that The New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed. That's why Jesus said, search the scriptures, they speak of me. You you have not been taught nor has it been disclosed to you, but I'm in every book of the Bible. I'm the manna from heaven. I'm the water out of the rock. I'm the rock that followed Israel. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah, uh, 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 and Jonah said salvation is of the Lord and, uh, and Isaiah said, but he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our feast is upon him and with his stripes we are healed. Jesus said, keep searching the scriptures. They ultimately talk about me. Hmm. It's here. This is called the coronation. And, and this thing is so heavy and, and, and this is meaty that <clears throat> Jesus comes to the Jordan River chapter 3 verse 14 chapter 3 but John forbade him saying I have need for you to baptize me. Now G- Jesus and John were cousins and Jesus answered Suff- "Suffer to be so verse 15 now that it becometh Uh, us to fulfill all righteousness and and, and the Bible says when Jesus came to the Jordan River, John saw him John began to emerge, take Jesus based on Jesus because it was the baptism of repentance, Jesus had no reason to repent because he's sinless but he said go on and do it because I'm going to be the sin bearer he who knew no sin became sin So John puts Jesus under the water, immersion, going under represents the death and burial and coming up represents the resurrection. And the Bible says that when Jesus came up, that a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And then a dove landed on Jesus' shoulder, representative of the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. The whole trinity was at the birth, the baptism, and the crucifixion. Here's, here's what you don't understand. Jesus, every step of his three life, th- three years of ministry, he was fulfilling scripture. So, You don't notice until you study out the exposition of the word that Jesus is functioning now as the Messiah King and our great high priest. Hebrews 5, 8 says, although he was a son, he learned obedience by the things in which he suffered. So when Jesus comes out of the water and a dove lands on him, This is God complimenting him. He was fulfilling Old Testament scripture on priesthood. A prophet takes a message from God to the people. A priest takes a message from the people to God. The only one that came close to those three offices, prophet, priest, and king, was Moses. Moses was prophet, priest, and administrator. Only Jesus was prophet, priest, and king. Leviticus, don't turn, chapter 8, Gives us qualifications of a priest. Now, look at the three offices. A prophet had to be anointed with oil only. First Samuel 16, when David, when, when God told Samuel, the prophet, to anoint, he said, get your horn of oil and anoint David as king. That was the requirement for, for a king to be anointed with oil. A prophet was anointed with oil. But a priest had to be anointed with oil, washed in water, and a sacrifice of blood. So Jesus came out of the water and said, okay, the Holy Spirit is on my shoulder. That's the oil. I just came out of the water, and I will supply my own blood at the cross. So I'm qualified to be your great high priest. This is me. Y'all ain't getting this. And then I'm I'm, I'm a priest after the order of Melchizedek, a type of Christ, Genesis 14. And then when you pick it back up in Hebrews 7, Melchizedek was a man without ancestry, no father, no mother, no beginning, no ending. At least it's not recorded. But Melchizedek had two functions. He was the king of Salem, Jerusalem. And he was, Lord have mercy, a priest, king and priest. Only Jesus is king, prophet, and priest. Three offices that he was fulfilling at this inauguration of the Messiah. And then, and then, and then just in case you you don't get that, Isaiah chapter eleven says that when the Messiah emerges the seven spirits of the Holy Spirit will rest on him. The spirit of the Lord, that means he's God. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. The sevenfold spirit only rests on the Messiah. He's perfect. My God. So Jesus uh, comes out of the water. And Lord have mercy, he is meeting all of the eligibility requirements to be our great high priest. When you go look for a job, they ask you for a resume, they sit down, they interview you, they're looking for experience, they're looking for eligibility, they're looking for education, they're looking for certain things, right? Amen. They are. They're not looking at your pretty eyes. And your new teeth. They ain't looking at that. They looking they, they looking to see if you meet the requirements. Are y'all praying with me? Yeah. Keep praying. Keep praying. And if I were to go and look for another church right now, the pastor, they would say, well, what have you done? Uh, I've passed the 29 years. I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. That is eligibility. They're looking at certain things to see if you qualify. The purpose of Jesus being tempted was not to see if he would sin. Jesus cannot sin because there's no sin nature in him. It's impossible for him to sin because of the impeccability of his character. Every man sins, James says, when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. did not that say that? Jesus had no sin nature. Jesus, amen, was not a sinner. Jesus never knew sin. Within himself. Well, why was he being tempted? It was not to see if he would sin, it was to prove that he could not sin. And it's medium to what is medium rare to well done. God. A tendency of complimenting us before he brings on the conflict. My God. Just when you've done something noble, just when God has used you in a mighty way, just when you've been complimented on your teaching or your whatever, 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 here comes Satan. He always comes on the heels of the compliment. He comes with the conflict and the, con- and the reason he brings the conflict is because he's trying to prove to God that the compliment was not right. They didn't deserve to be complimented. But in God's eyes, the reason the conflict comes on the heels of the compliment is because God is out to prove that he was right and he's trying to grow you in a whole nother area of development that you don't even think you need. Boy, we preaching up in this place. Yes,
1: sir.
0: My God, today. All of us get tested. We're going to be tested in our mind, tested in our marriage, tested in our ministry, tested with our money. We're going to be tested. Yes, sir. And look what the Bible says. Then, chap, chap, chapter 4, verse 1, was Jesus led up. Look at the uh, preposition of. Of the Spirit... Into the what? The word wilderness means a place of learning. There's something in your wilderness that God wants to teach you. We don't know it all, do we? God is not testing you so he'll know. God's testing you so you'll know. Just how flimsy we are. Mm. To be tempted of the devil. Now, God cannot tempt with evil, James tells us. So, he took us to the brink and the devil took over. Are y'all getting this? I want to examine three strategic movements against our Christ and these uh, temptations. And uh, the Bible says, and when he had fasted, 40 days, like Elijah, like Moses, like others, and 40 nights. He was afterward, what? The hunger was a substance to Satan's temptation. Without him being hungry, the temptation wouldn't work. Satan needs you and I to be hungry. We feel unfulfilled. We don't feel that our needs are met for his temptations to work. Mm. That, 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 that when you look at this, when you look at this, he was hungry, he was hungered, he was hungered, and, and, and this amazes me because it deals with the, 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 the high strategies of Satan. That before I attack you, I will allow you to become hungry. I need a substance to come after you, my God. And check, and check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Uh, the, the, the first temptation is the temptation of dependence of his sonship, proof of his sonship. So look what he says. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou, now if in the Greek is sense. And, and, and the reason is sense, because Satan knew who Jesus was. He was in heaven with he as Lucifer. Not, not only did he know who Jesus was, Satan is full of wisdom and perfect and beauty. Satan knows that you and I cannot turn stones into bread. Can I get a witness? I can't go to a restaurant today and go to eat. I don't like what they got. And I sit at the table and I turn something into something else. I might turn the place out, but I can't turn something. I can't turn something into something else. satan says to jesus command that these stones be turned into what bread it's the hunger pains it's the great divide It's the lack of fulfillment the lack of satisfaction the lack of uh amen me feeling that all of my needs are met that gives precedence to his temptation." And what he's saying to Jesus is, wait a minute, you're the son of God. Amen. You mean your father won't feed you? You're hungry. So therefore, instead of you staying packed with the kenosis of Philippians 2-7 that said you emptied out your rights and humbled yourselves and became obedient to death, even death for the cross. Why do that? You're hungry. Satan is always coming after our appetite. I told, I, told you, I told you the trickery. I told you the trickery. See, the trickery is, listen, because Raymond Gordon, you were in the world, because you ran the streets, because you did your thing, I have some comparisons that I can throw in, in, in your face. Do you feel as fulfilled now as you did when you were in the world? Hmm. Are you happy? I got to answer that question every week. Are you happy? And sometimes I'll say, I don't know. (laughs) And then other times I want to say, no. (laughs) Heaven, no. I don't know. You know why? Because what Satan is trying to do is to get us to fulfill our own desires. I want you to act independent of God. What? You've been waiting on God. You've been praying to God. You've been shouting on God. You've been tithing to God. You've been serving God. And God ain't moving. You're still hungry. It's a physical appeal to this attack. You're not imagining anything. What Satan is doing ingeniously is comparing what you feel now with what you used to feel when you was on your way to hell. Hmm. You're going through all of this arguing fussing and fighting in this marriage. You can do bad by yourself. Y'all say amen to that, huh? Satan says, I got a plan. See, and this is why all scripture is for our information, all scripture not for our participation. Because in the Old Testament, they had concubines. No, we can't preach that doctrine now. David had 13 wives. Solomon was out of the question. Abraham had, 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 had some. Come on now. So you say, well, I don't, you you guys don't know what I'm going through. I've had to be with one woman. So Jesus comes along and says, but I know what you're going through. I'm your I'm I'm, I'm your royal priesthood. I'm your, I'm your example. Quiet. Quiet. He has three officers, prophet, priest, and king. Let me tell you why St. Matthew's shines. Because we are into truth and we are transparent. The Bible says if a man now let me stop pausing part. The gifts of the Holy Spirit 19 of them are in the neuter. Men and women had the same gifts. Whatever gift a man has a woman has the same thing. Teaching, exhortation, faith da 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 da. But the offices are in the masculine. If a man desires, 1 Timothy 3, the office of a pastor, episcopos, poimen, presbyteros, in the masculine, he must be the husband. Now, don't y'all be no chumps up here. Archie, you just got back. You need to stand first. He, mu- he must be the husband of one wife, one 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 at a time. Don't, don't come up here with three wives. He must have his children under subjection. Children, not not not, not adults. Because they get 21 until you take a hike. I, I, I ain't talking. I said children under subjection. And if a, if a man cannot manage his own house, am I preaching or what? How can he then manage the house of God? If you can't deal with three demons in your house, how are you gonna deal with a thousand demons in this house? Somebody gotta preach this stuff. About. Likewise, there's only two offices in the New Testament, pastor and deacon. Trustees ain't in there. Yeah, Judas was a trustee. Trustees are warranted by the state. It's not a biblical office. The closest thing to trustees are stewards. And the deacons carry the stewardship of the church. Acts chapter 6. Are are y'all praying with me? Likewise, you deacons... You must be grave, not double tongued Not giving them much wine, not this, not that. There, there are specificity. There's specificity in these offices. Nobody's perfect. But there's specificity. Husband and one wife. Clear gender. God is not against. Genders, God has an order in First Corinthians eleven that says God Christ man woman. You either buy it or you don't buy it. Most of your women are more spiritual and more and, and more intelligent than men, anyhow. I hear no amen some guys on that. Ain't the no one God say Amen. My wife is more intelligent than I am. Lauren is more intelligent. They are. They're more intelligent. Sight. They are. They are. They are. They are. They are. The reason that the men need a complimentary help meet is because she's bringing stuff you don't have. You can say what you want to say. Your wife has abilities you'll never have. You, You can't even go to school and learn them. Most men are just dumb. It's all right. It's all right. Come on, baby. We got to go five blocks, make a right, and then make a left, and we're there. Huh? What you say? So the wife is sitting on the other side of the car saying, how in the world am I supposed to submit to this? What am I? I, I, I understand, but we got to follow scripture now. You like that, Sister Cognitant, huh? All right. Then when the argument starts, they got the audacity to say, I'm the head. And listen, we are human, we are fallible, and I know we're fallible. I said this morning because y'all come in two different cars. We only have so many parking spaces and the wife is sitting way up there in the balcony and the husband's way down here. And at fellowship time, you never come to each other. Uh, it's okay. Anyway, move right long. <sighs> so my challenge is to persuade the sisters and then we got the home. because the husband going to run out of stuff to, to complain about, so we just, you know, persuade the sisters, we'll be all right. Now, look at this. Um, now, don't get mad, that was a joke. Look at this. So, Jesus Jesus comes, and, and here's what Satan says to Jesus. I want you to see this. He answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. In other words, my stomach, my belly, is not the end of the equation. What, what, what tends to fulfill me is not a determinator. But every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. In other words, obedience is better than sacrifice. It's better to be obedient and be hungry than to be filled and be disobedient. Are y'all getting this? This this is is meaty stuff. Hmm. Then the devil, verse 5, turn to your neighbor and say, he will try again. Then the devil taketh him up. Lord have mercy. All right, you, know, you know, let me, let me, let me we, we, we're going to be. All right. I'm amazed how ingenious the devil comes at my sense of uh, or lack of fulfillment. It, 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 it blows me away. It blows me away. It blows me away. You know what? You're really hungry. You're in pain for something new. You want a different diet than this. Yeah. Aren't you tired of the routine? That's Satan and he's good at it. TV doesn't help because now you pull up a program of a sexy guy, a sexy woman and that becomes your fantasy. See, I preached last week on fulfillment, fantasy and fractures, didn't I? So, we start fantasizing what we think will make us happy. Yeah. And we use that against our mate Silently. Are well, y'all getting this? Yes, sir. You're working. This thing is heavy.
1: Yes,
0: sir. Well, baby, you, you gained a little weight. I guess so. Man is in his 60s. <laughs> You're looking on TV at somebody 25. You're supposed to gain weight as you get older. Metabolism slows up at 19. I'm preaching up in this place. Hair starts to fall out. Teeth start getting crooked. They got FBI agents like models. Girl come in here and says, I'm agent. So are you kidding me? <laughs> She's looking like Wonder Woman. See, that's all, that's all that depiction on TV. So if you're not careful, yeah, yeah. Satan can tie you in yeah, yeah. To, the, to this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing of our appetite. Of our appetite. I would love to have Beyonce here church. Green, Luther, all of them out of here. That whole row going to be gone. We might put Jay-Z way back over there, but they're going to be out of here now. And I'll have Beyonce come to the mic and say, he's done it again. (laughs) Oh, Lord. We love you, Reverend Green. We love you, Reverend Luther Jackson. Look at this. And I will find the scripture to have him up here. Wayne, to help me. Won't you help me? Oh, you ain't gonna help me now, huh? Okay. I'll find. <laughs> <I'll> fi- <laughs> see, see, he a chump. He See, he jumping out now. Now he jump. He jumping up when I'm talking about headship. Ah! All right. Well, check it out. <laughs> Miss, Mr. Moody now, huh? Um. Then, then the devil taketh him up to a holy city, set him from on the pentacle. Now, the interesting thing about this temptation is that it was 500 feet from the ground. Here's how deep Satan is. Satan, Satan told Jesus, oh, you want to play by the word? Let's play by the word. Meaning he knows the word. But what he does, he deceives in the word. Anytime you tempt the word with the word, you're a bold rascal. Jesus is the word. Yes. Are y'all getting this? So he says, look, he says, Satan says, he quotes Psalm, not nah, he doesn't quote it, 91, 11, and 12, something like that. He says, look, jump from the temple, defy. Jump from the temple, and the Bible says, scripture says, angels are catching. Now, Now, that's not what scripture says. The scripture says, the angels will be there to protect you Providing you're in God's will. But Satan left that out. <laughs> Y'all ain't getting, getting that? He wants Jesus to jump to prove who he is. In, a, in, in other words, uh, yeah, first I need you acting independent of God. Make your own decisions. Make your own calls. Do your own thing. You don't need to pray and seek his face. Just, Nike, do it! All right. And every time we make a decision in independence, we out of the will of God. Because my Bible says pray about everything. And everything gets thanks. So if you go to the mall and look at a pair of shoes through the window and don't pray about the shoes, you just buy the shoes, you out of the will of God. Can I get a witness? Did y'all pray about the shoes you got on? Did you pray? Did you pray about the, uh, yeah. Uh huh. Did you pray about the clothes you got on? Did you pray about, uh huh. Um, somebody see where I'm going with this. Mm. And, and, and see, we don't understand. He's the author of confusion. See, i talked about characteristics of Satan in our lives. Some of us parade righteousness. We parade righteousness. But deep inside, we're full of poison. It's only a matter of time before light catches up with darkness. What do you mean by that? Well, you, 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 you approach things from the perspective of me, myself, and I. And not genuine love and genuine affection. And we all messed up. But understand what's going on. Satan is deep. So we don't depend on God for everything. We we got this independence. Amen. We pray. We ask God. We, yeah. But we got this independence. And what he does, he's waiting for you to pull that cord so he can listen. So he can now strike at distrust between you and your husband, you and your wife. Oh, you did that? You didn't talk to me? Now, here's the author of confusion. That's that's the way Satan moves. And Paul says, we're not ignorant of his devices. He's deep. But now, jump! And listen to this, verse 6. Prove that you're the son of God. And Jesus comes back and says, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. By the way, where Satan's strength of his temptation was, Malachi's prophecy is that the Messiah will descend out of the sky and come down slowly to the temple. So Satan said, I got some scripture. Let me pull this stuff up and hook it up and tempt Jesus to jump. And so Jesus, Haha, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God and then turning your neighbor and say, here he goes again. Oh he I, I want you to see how relentless Satan is. If this don't work, I'm gonna try this, if this don't work. I got something else. That's the way the devil operates! And he says, again, here's the third, not, not dependence or independence, not deferment, but again, the devil taketh him up into exceedingly high mountain, whether vision or visitation, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. Now stop. Those kingdoms belong to Jesus anyhow. Yeah. Go home and read Psalm 2 kiss the son and die. Jesus is the son of the living God. He, he, he says, look, he shows them all the glory. And if you are a glory seeker, like Lucifer was, if, if, if that's what you're after, you need appreciation, applause, and you need attention. You need, you need, you need to have some glory connected with your name. Satan, will take you for a long He says, saving all these things. Now, let me stop on the word things. One of the things that happen to us when when our values are out of whack spiritually, we ought to, listen, we ought to love people and use things. And, amen, glorify God for loving us. When we use people and love things, our value system is. It's not for the choir, it's not for him, it's for my greater end. That's right. People do this all the time. Everybody in your phone is not for you. Everybody on your web page, your Facebook, doesn't love you. Can I get a witness? Don't get me started up in here. You might think they are. They're not. The fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter see, true love says, Gordon, I love you when you're right, when you're wrong, when you're crazy, when you're down. I love you all the time, and I'm going to do what's best for you all the time, and I'm not going to speak against you any time, and I'm going to support you, and I'm going to pray for you, and I'm going to stand close to you. That's
1: love.
2: Yes, yes. Love is
1: not selfish.
0: Love does not seek its own. Is not puffed up. First Corinthians 13. Can I get a witness? And so child of God, child of God, child of God. He says all these things will I give you if you fall down and worship me. And, and the, the theological question is, did Satan have that right? And the answer is yes. He's the prince of the power of the airwaves. But here's the real crux of the temptation. Take a shortcut, Lord. Take a shortcut. I'll give you the glory that God's going to give you without the cross. I'll give you things. I'll give you glory. I'll give you honor. I'll give you adoration if you just bypass that cross. See, the cross is where the pain was. And some of us have been in pain so long that when somebody promises us that there will be no pain, we are just like lollipops. Thing is deep. Amen. Well, what was Satan saying to Jesus? I, I need you to bypass the cross. Because the Bible says that it was at the cross that Jesus was going to crush Satan. It, it was at the cross where I first saw the light. And the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there, my faith, that I finally received my sight. And now I'm happy all the day. The cross was my shout. The cross was my victory. The cross was my medicine. The cross was my peace. The cross was my power. And if I bypass the cross, I'm already defeated. Can I get a witness? And child of God, Satan will promise you things. Amen. A grandeur of dominion. Satan will promise you things, can I get a witness, that may appeal to your fleshly appetite, that may apply to your desires, that may be an easy path to power and glory, but Satan is a liar from the pit. Don't bite the bait. Don't dialogue with the devil. Don't become discouraged because of difficulties. My Bible says trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lead not to thine own understanding but in all thy ways acknowledge him that word acknowledge means right on Jesus whatever you want to do when you want to do it how you want to do it I'm on board thank you Jesus because there's something I know about my Jesus Uh, weeping may endure for a night but joy will come in the morning there's something I know about my Jesus. Earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. There's something I know about my Jesus. The devil might work it in, but God
1: will work There's
0: something I know about Jesus, and we know that all
1: things are for the good. Say yeah
0: of them who love the Lord. If the Lord tells you to wait, wait. If the Lord lay, leaves you wounded, stay wounded. If the Lord tells you to worship him, worship him. He holds the keys to everything. He holds the keys to your vision. He holds the keys to your victory. He holds the keys to your future. I will. I said I will.
1: Trust him at all times. Say He's won.
0: stop your victory, but his victory can stop your venom. Can I get a witness? He's worthy. Any he worthy. I'm thanking him for what he has done, what he's doing right now. But I'm going to thank him for what he's going to do. I'm going to call things that be not as though it already was. And it's not based on my goodness. It's not based on my sinlessness. It's based on his grace. You're the God of grace. You're the God of mercy. You're the God that can overcome You're the God. You're the God. You're Elyon. You're Jehovah Canoe. You're Jehovah M. Kadesh. Can I get a witness? He's
2: worthy.
0: That's why he's worthy, and every time I'm tempted, I get to the finish line, and I almost fall, but grace catches me,
1: grace lifts me up.
0: said, why should we come down from the wall to talk to you? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Can I get a witness? When we praise his name, when we exalt him, when we magnify him, when we glorify him, God gives us joy. And this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it away.
2: See ya. Uh, I have joy, 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 joy like a river.
0: Joy, joy. Check out the temptations. There's something already at work in your life. And you need to detour it. You need to let God destroy it before it destroys you. Shortcuts won't work. Deferments won't work. Dependence won't work. You got to let God be God. Can I get a witness? And everything that is a secret, God is reading it. We need to know that we know that every time we're tempted there's something that God wants you to learn there's something that Satan wants you to fall to can I get a witness and you need to understand that the strength in temptations is you biting the bait and had that fish underwater knew what was behind that hook that worm he would have never touched it all that fish sees is that juicy worm and when he latches on, he's got worm, hook, line, sinker, and frying pan. Doesn't he have a frying pan? How do you think you, when, when you go to the fish store, somebody was deceived for you to eat fish. Can I get a witness? In the name of Jesus, G- stay on our feet now. Stay on our feet. Be not deceived. Is everybody here's everybody, eyes closed. If you're here this morning... And you want to be saved. Jesus Christ wants to save you. He loves you. He died for your sins. He wants to save you. Just raise your hand. We have five this morning. Just raise your hand. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to make sure that Jesus is in my life. Is there one? He is the son of God. God the son. He died for all your sins. Was buried and rose again. Or perhaps you want to join our church in your Christian experience. Is there any? Like to join our church? We have a great church. Would you like to come in and join? How many of you don't have a church home? Raise your hand. You don't have a church home. Be honest. You don't have a church home. Just put your hand there. I see your hands. Keep your hands up. You don't have a church home. And if you didn't go to discipleship, this ain't your church home. So praise the name of Jesus. Now, that's a whole nother sermon. Could I I invite you to enjoy our church? We have a great church honey. Come on, darling. You can do it. Come on. Come on. Come on. You can do it. You can't do it yet? All right, praise God. Talk to your pastor and come back. Look, uh, anybody else, we love you. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, in this environment of deception, in this environment of our physical appetites, our deferments, wanting us to act independent of God.